0: SECTION 52 OF A MINOR WAR HISTORY This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon A Minor War History by Martin Alonzo Haynes Letter 142 Williamsburg, Virginia April 20, 1864 Since my last letter, we have made our first hitch up the peninsula, and are now about two miles from Williamsburg, and one mile from the spot where, two years ago, the 5th of May, we had the little scrimmage known as the Battle of Williamsburg. We got our orders to march last Friday afternoon, started about sunset, and marched until one o'clock, when we arrived at our present location. Now who do you suppose I saw last Friday? none other than our old friend frank morrell i was just out of camp at yorktown heading for town so as to get my mail off before we started up here when i heard my name shouted and turning round saw someone galloping toward me and who should it be but frank the third regiment has not come up yet and it is not definitely known that they will come but frank is signal officer on general terry's staff and so came up with the general i never saw him again he was mortally wounded before petersburg in july i have to go clear to yorktown now for my mail i leave here about one in the afternoon and get back about sunset for a horse they have given me a great stout raw-boned buckskin a hard rider and the immediate physical effects on a fellow as soft and out of practice as i am have been slightly disastrous the first day i wore out the seat of my pants and it didn't stop wearing when it got through the cloth as i have to make the trip every day i am having a pretty tough time getting acclimated as it were everything here indicates that we will soon be on the move orders were issued day before yesterday limiting the personal baggage of officers below the rank of brigadier-general to one small valise To become operative in five days. There are to be only two wagons for each regiment, one of these exclusively for the hospital department. We may not move, though, for a fortnight. Whether or not we are to be discharged before the fourth of June is the main subject of discussion now. If we are not, we may and probably will have a chance to see the dirty Chickahominy again and possibly the city of Richmond. When we old fellows are discharged, the second regiment is likely to be still further reduced in numbers by transfers to the navy, as permitted by recent orders. Now that I am counting my time by days, I am not troubling myself about how large or how small the regiment may be. End of letter 142. Letter 143. Williamsburg, Virginia, May 4, 1864 this letter may be the last i will write you from the army as there is a prospect of our being discharged on the ninth of may our final statements were made out yesterday and forwarded to headquarters but they may decide at headquarters that our time is not up until june in that event we will have a chance to march a piece in this on to richmond movement a big pier is being built on the james river about three miles from here indicating that we are to take boats there for some point perhaps to go up the river as far as fort darling and attempt to take it as a preliminary to the capture of richmond we are having nice weather now but night before last we had a great thunder-shower it came up very suddenly about sunset and was the blackest ugliest looking sky i ever saw the rebels have for some time been very busy planting torpedoes in the roads leading toward Richmond, and a few days ago a squad of four were scooped in while engaged in this laudable undertaking. Day before yesterday two regiments of Negro cavalry came up from Norfolk, and yesterday I rode up from Yorktown with a couple of the troopers. They kept me in a roar of laughter relating their experiences in the army, which were inexpressibly funny. End of letter 143. Letter 144. Camp between Bermuda Hundred and Petersburg, Virginia, May 9, 1864. I have just time to write a short letter before going to the landing to attend to my mail. The indications are that we are going to have a fight to day. The corps has marched out toward the rebel lines, and now a long train of ambulances is going by which is ominous. This is the day when the old men of Company 1 figure their time is out, and it is not impossible that some of them may get their final discharges today. I shall go to the landing, about four miles, for my mail, at ten o'clock, and then hurry out to the front to see how matters are progressing. We broke camp at Williamsburg on the 4th, and embarked from a temporary wharf on the james river the next morning the bulk of the expedition came up from fortress monroe and it was a great spectacle as far as the eye could reach swarmed vessels of every description transports tugs ironclads and gunboats about dark we were at bermuda hundred at the mouth of the appomattox river we mounted men were on a different boat from the regiment and after a vain hunt of a couple of hours we gave up trying to find the second that night, and camped by the roadside, picketing our horses, and with our saddles for pillows. The next day the troops advanced to our present position, and Heckman's brigade of our division had a smart little fight. Yesterday our boys were throwing up a redoubt down by the Appomattox, but today the work is discontinued, and the men have gone out to fight. I met John Hines yesterday on the road to the landing. John R., an old-time Manchester printer in the 3rd New Hampshire Regiment. End of Letter 144 Letter 145 Camp near Bermuda 100, Virginia May 13, 1864 Yesterday morning the second set out, with the rest of the army for a raid on the danville railroad and are expected back today, as they took rations for but two days my duties required that i should stay here and right glad was i as it rained nearly all day and through the night and i was much more comfortable under a good shelter tent than i would have been plugging through the mud there were about half a dozen left in my camp squad and we had a jolly time of it we bought a beef liver and some potatoes for dinner and sirloin steak and potatoes for supper and johnny powell and i fixed up a tent in which we slept as snug as a bug in a rug day before yesterday gordon got instructions to make out our final statements which are the preliminaries to a discharge he was at work on them when marching orders came when, of course, he suspended operations until he gets back from this raid, which will probably be today. May 17. I think it is about time to finish this letter. The Army has been five days on a movement against Fort Darling and got back today. Here follows an account of the Fort Darling expedition, substantially as given in the succeeding letter. And the reason for duplicating, which is made clear in that letter. End of section fifty two. Recording by John Brandon.